Yo, with Julian on the brand and a review of The Grey Man. So uh, Netflix has gone through this weird paradigm. A few years ago, it was making a lot of the most interesting arty films out there. But it seems to have got really stuck in this rut of budgeting films between one and two hundred million dollars uh, action films, usually with some sci-fi bent, but not always. Um, and having a really strong idea, really strong budget, and a really strong cast, and then giving it a crappy director, and then a the writing is like you spend two hundred million dollars on a film, and you can't even get someone to write a script. So they've all been tarnished by this. So we've had like Six Underground, uh, Blood Sport, or Blood Zone, or whatever that Van Diesel one was, the Charlie Theron one the um power up i can't even like they're so interchangeable it's difficult to remember and they were all awash with really bad writing and really bad cliches and bad directors well the gray man at least gets one of those paradigms potentially right by the inclusion of anthony russo and joe russo as directors these are the guys that helmed the very critically well-received last few uh, Marvels films, including Infinity War and Endgame. Um, so they should know what they're doing with a wide palette, but it does go to show that there are more elements than one in making a good film. The Russo brothers themselves just produced, they like they, the, the dream move is what they just did. They joined up with legendary modern art house production network a24 and produced everything everywhere all at once a film i just gave nine and a half out of ten to that's what i want to see the russo brothers go to a24 and start producing movies instead we've got the directors of uh everything everywhere all at once going to the mcu side of the fence i'm like no really um perhaps the biggest selling point here is two very prominent a-list actors playing against type which is um ryan gosling who uh, for some reason hasn't probably his own choice hasn't been a straight action hero very much i mean people say oh yeah he was drive was an action film have you seen it it isn't really it's a drama that has some sporadic action in it but it's not an action film He's hardly ever, I don't know if he's ever done a straight action film like this. And you wonder why, because um, he's actually really good at it. And the other one is Chris Evans from the Marvel Universe, Captain America playing a villain. So that's probably the big selling point here. Um, so we get um, Ryan Gosling, who's uh, in prison at the start of the film. One of many things that doesn't make sense to me. He seems to be in prison for, for like a life sentence or for 30 years for killing his dad who was beating his brother to death. I'm not sure how that actually plays out. He's a child and he gets this massive sentence for saving his brother's life. It didn't, make, didn't really make sense. So uh, the wonderful, and I hope he's filtering back into uh, mainstream movies a lot more, Billy Bob Thornton terrific he looks so cool now he looks so handsome in his elder years so he's a cia head and he recruits people that are in jail for the rest of their lives uh who've acted <laughs> again it doesn't make a sense they want to recruit people who are brilliant assassins so they go and find people that are in jail 
who've already been caught uh, on the basis that they're, what, sociopaths? I can understand them, you know, choosing people that are sociopaths, but it's already established that Ryan Gosling did his for a reason. And uh, Anyway, he recruits Ryan Gosling to become a CIA hitman. And we wind forward years. Ryan Gosling's known as uh, Sierra Six and uh, the, the best of the best of the best of these assassins. Uh, like, like, you could write the movie from here on out. Obviously, he goes on one last hit. I don't even know if it's one last hit. I just assumed that that was part of it. So he goes to do this hit, and it's on uh, the excellent Amer uh, Australian actor, Callan Mulvey, who shows up in all these films in, we in the weirdest places. I'm really annoyed that they cut his character off right at the start, because I'd love to have kept him in this undoubted franchise-building world. He plays Sierra 4, and Ryan Gosling's sent there to kill him, and uh, in the process of this happening, finds out that the CIA are bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why would anyone work for the CIA in, in the movies? Um, so basically, the people that have been running their nefarious hitman unit want to scrub all existence of them and... And, you know, pretend that it never happened and avoid accountability for, for what they've done. Uh, so from that point on, Ryan Gosling goes on the run and he's pursued by the whole world. Uh, apart from Billy Bob Thornton, who is, um, has his daughter kidnapped to try and put leverage on him turning Ryan Gosling in. And the people that are after him, led by Regé Jean Page, I think a very big TV star, He's like the CIA guy that is trying to scrubble evidence. He hires Chris Evans, who's an out-and-out -out sociopath, sadistic murderer, to to kill this invincible hitman. And the rest of the, you know, the chase film you've seen over and over. The um, uh, other additions, Ana de Armas, um, who is just a goddess um he used much less interestingly here than in anything i've seen her in where she's lit up the screen even in that pretty dire bond film she was undoubtedly the best thing in it knives out she is wonderful um and not used she's fine here she's fine she plays a cia operative that's on the same side as ryan gosling doesn't believe what's happening and then we go uh, chasing across Europe through death and destruction and actually destroying entire cities along the way. And um, the other really good uh, addition here is Julia Butters. She seems to be, um, oh, I can't remember her name, the girl that was in um, True Grit. And then in the, the, she's wonderful. She was great as this like young woman in True Grit and is still playing a teenager to this day for some reason. Julia Butters is like the most exciting young actress since her. Um, she was the one in the immortal middle part of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where she was opposite uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and she was playing the girl that was kidnapped by Leo's character in the, the Lancer, the Western. I'm fantastic in that role. And she's great here as well. And she's um, still 12 or something. Um so she's she's really really good in this <clears throat> but mostly it's um i i liked it in its opening third and um, progressively i liked it less um the the problems here are the unbelievably generic nature of the plot 
which every part of you know. Um, the Russo brothers have got a lot of acclaim directing big budget action films, but you wouldn't know it on this outing. Maybe the action in the Avengers movies wasn't quite as good as you remember because the action here is pretty naff. It goes on too long and there's too much of it, and I don't mean by a little bit. Every like major action scene... I found myself watching and then completely drifting out of and then coming back into because they're going for like 20 minutes. They destroy Prague and they do it. It's so, like it's so reductive in the manner that they do it. So much is destroyed that you just sort of st stare blankly at it. And that every time there's an action sequence from then on, it goes on way too long. It's choppily edited. It's poorly shot. And uh, action scenes are not this film's standout, which is, given who's directing it, the script itself, every cliche in the book, you've seen all these characters a million times before. The standout, everyone's going on about Chris Evans being a villain. One of the big problems with this film and his character is that he's supposed to be this absolutely sadistic, sociopathic, brilliant killer be so crap at his job. I think one of the best reviews I saw of this film is we were asked to believe all these people are actually at the highest echelons of what they do, but they're all terrible. Chris Evans is like, his, his entire way of dealing with anything is send more men in. And then when that doesn't work, send in the rest of the men. And that's what he does over and over again. It's like, send in more men. And they all fail. And he, he's so bad at his job, it's really hard to take him seriously, as, as is most of the people here. He's really good as a bad guy. I just didn't believe his character. I thought it was undercut a lot. Um, but he's certainly very good. What I don't agree with is putting him above Ryan Gosling here. Everyone's going, oh, Ryan Gosling's playing that stoic character. Ryan Gosling is the one person here that elevates above the material. He is a better actor than anyone in this film. I think one of the most naturally gifted actors of the modern era. He can do very, very stoic and have really emotionally intelligent asides and pithy comments, um, which, you know, it shows the skill in acting that he's got. I thought he was a standout here. And he can carry, you know, a really poor script without it touching him. Um, I thought he was brilliant here. Um, like I said, Anandaramus is fine, but not really used that much. Billy Bob's good. Uh, I thought he was really good here. Again, why waste him? He's obviously heading for Sequelville. Why waste Chris Evans? I bet they don't. I bet they bring him back. So a lot of money burns up on screen um, to no real effect because I started to wind down from the halfway point. Um, interesting things stopped really happening. Visually, nothing was that arresting despite how much money was on fire. And um, the Russo brothers, you know, if you think that they helmed Endgame and Infinity War really, really well... That doesn't happen here. Um, the, the direction and the script and the action sequences are pretty weak, actually. Um, so overall, um, uh, I think it's a passable watch. I did enjoy the main characters. Um, if you want to see Chris Evans be a bad guy with a good script and how good an actor he can be, watch Knives Out with, again, Anna Daramus. In fact, watch it to see both of these people as at their best, because uh, they're spectacular in that film. 
Um, whereas I thought, even though he's got all the plaudits for it, I thought he was undercut by poor writing all the time, and um, Ryan Gosling wasn't, because he's just got that little bit more of a, an X factor as an actor. So, disappointment from the Russo brothers. Uh, the curse of the $200 million Netflix action movie continues, but I got a baseline level of enjoyment out of it. Um, I did enjoy it for sort of like the first third, uh, and then it sort of tapered off. So I'll give it a 6 out of 10 for The Grey Man. 